Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox. The Daily Rant and Radio Show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, thank you, and thank you, Katie. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, everyone. We've made it to the end of another great week of talk radio. Thanks to all our callers this week. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. We'll be joined in just a second by my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. It's Friday, April 5th, 2019. We have one more hour this week to talk about the day's news, politics, pop culture, So sit back, drive safely, listen in, or give us a call. We want to hear your opinion, 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. So let's kick it off. How are you doing, Mr. Craig Hurley? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, dude? Not so much. Do I sound okay? Um, Do you sound okay? Do I sound okay? Yeah, you, you, you kind of sound like you're... I lost my phone last night, and so I'm calling yeah, it off you our sound house like phone. You're... I didn't have my nice. microphone Yeah, set you up. sound like you're talking out of literally a tin can. Uh, so you've got a string attached to that house phone? And I'm afraid to put it on speaker because I think it's worse. Let me try speaker one second. Is that any nice. better? Um, I don't know. Keep talking. Probably not. Really? Technical Is that any better difficulties. No, no, that's much worse. Okay. Yeah, we have a lousy little home phone, and that's what I had to use because I couldn't get my mic set up in time. But, yeah, I went to the movies last night. I saw Shazam, loved every second of it, but lost my damn phone in the movie theater and not a happy camper. Wow, that sucks, dude. What I know. I have insurance, but it's a freaking iPhone, so it's 300 bucks to replace an iPhone just with insurance deductible. Right. But it's better than 1000 bucks for a new one, so I can't bitch too much. I just like to. Did you lose it when you were sitting down? What movie did you see? I saw Shazam. Oh, yeah, 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 you were saying that. How was it? Yeah, it was good. It was really good. It was funny. It had some heart. It was good. A little slow in the beginning. Um, did a lot of origin stuff, but it was okay. It worked out pretty good. They had a big cast to kind of introduce, and uh, I thought it was a very good flick, so I enjoyed it. But, yeah, I was think I was – I was laying back, and my pants are a little big. I'm doing this whole losing weight thing. I haven't wanted to order new pants till I go on my trip to California. So I think it just slid out of my pocket while I was leaning back in the seat because they had those really comfortable movie theater seats with no armrests you can lift up and kick back on. And I think it just slid right. out, and then someone stole it. Theater or it's still it. there. Do you think the theater, uh, have you called them? I've called. Uh, we went back last night after I realized it when we got back. I realized they didn't have the house. I went back last night and they didn't, no one had turned it in and they were waiting until they cleaned it this morning. So I called this morning and they still haven't found it. So I doubt it's going to be found. Well, that sucks, dude. But after you tr- turn it into insurance, it's basically a uh, stupid little paperweight anyway because they wiped the whole thing off and they put the IMEI on a on a danger list and everything, they'll never reactivate it again. It can still be torn apart for parts. Sorry, man. <laughs> I hate true. to be, yeah, I hate to be the like bearer said, of bad news. Live and learn. Yeah. Not the first time I've lost a phone. I'm not the most uh, smart person when it comes to that, so I'm not worried. Is what it is. Oh, dude. I, How's uh, your day going, uh, though? I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I, I, I actually, I, I'll just say it was a friend. I left my uh, my my phone in a friend's car in the past, and uh, and uh, then uh, couldn't 
like I, the second that I contacted him, he had already seen another friend and uh, that friend <laughs> stole my phone. So, um, yeah, I left it in, in a friend's car at one point. And so it was a nightmare trying to track that thing down. And I actually had the tracker on it and I was following this guy all around and I followed him to a, um, uh, what's basically a chop shop for phones. So, and this was in Miami and, and I talked to the police department and they're, they're like, I, yeah, there's absolutely nothing we can do. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Was, yeah. That's kind it, of the thing. I mean, I guess really that up. track my iPhone app I can look at on the computer and everything, but you know what? Just not worth it at this point. I already have the new phone coming out. Um, it's just not worth my time. Go ahead and do with it what you want. I don't have time to track it. I don't care. It'd be kind of fun to be a little detective and watch it, see where it moves around, but I don't care right now. Just whatever. It is what it is. I'll take responsibility for it. Pay my two hundred and something bucks and move on. I just, I just hope I back everything up to iTunes. I just don't know. I'm not that tech savvy, so I'm hoping everything's backed up because I don't want to lose all my contacts and everything. So I'm a little worried about that. I haven't figured all my pictures might be. I don't know if I automatically send my pictures to the cloud or not. I think I have it set to do that, but I have like five hundred and seventy pictures on the damn phone little bit of music and stuff so i'm hoping it's backed up it's just one of those things you have to see what happens um i wanted to talk a little bit about shazam because i used to i used to be a huge fan of the tv series and uh i actually when i was a kid uh michael gray the guy that played uh the original teenager in shazam not the guy that shazam that turned that he turns into i i i don't remember the name of that actor um but uh michael gray um uh was at uh mccormick place in chicago and for like uh autograph signing and and uh and so was adam west that year um and burt ward and I and I, I I went there specifically not for the auto show, um, but I went there for their autographs. So I have Michael Gray's autograph from when he was doing Shazam, and also Adam West and Burt Ward. Nice, very cool. I like that. Yeah, I remember that show well. I mean, it was with the it was the Shazam and ISIS Power Hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> I remember both of them very, very well. So that's, yeah, I used uh, yeah, to it, I used to run outside and be like Shazam, and absolutely nothing would happen. <laughs> so, well, it's really cute the way they do it in the show, and the the movie's really good. And they kind of the way they've done is they put all these kids in like a little halfway house type thing or, or an adoption agency type thing, and you have one kid that's. A little disabled and is a comic book nerd, so he's the one that helps them kind of figure out how to use all the powers. And then there's all these different kids help add to the story, which makes it really kind of cute. It's pretty cool, I gotta say. And and the, it's fun. It's just fun. It's not a superhero flick per se. It's more of a uh, a family buddy flick more than anything else with superpowers that are just funny as hell. Uh, and I liked it overall. I say good on them for doing a pretty good job with it. Sorry, dude. I was just reading over some shit. Um, yeah. Uh, so they did do a pretty good job with it, is what you're saying. Should I, is yeah, it worth me seeing um, in, the, in the theater? Didn't the guy on the TV show kind of look – I don't know. I can't remember that well, but he kind of reminds me. Didn't he kind of look like Stan Lee back at the time, like the old fatherly figure? Or maybe no, I think no, Michael kid. Gray. No, Michael Gray looked more like, uh, I don't know, David Cassidy from Partridge Family or – or they, uh, yeah, or, uh, well, that was a kid, but didn't he have that mentor, the, the older guy with the mustache and everything that drove around in the motorhome? Didn't that guy look a little like Stanley? <laughs> yeah, to yeah, actually he did. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll have to look it up. Um, obviously, you know, I, I, I was really into Michael Gray. <laughs> there you go. I wasn't obviously. into the rest of the cast. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I, and you weren't I, even a gay I, kid. I was watching it for a whole other reason. You were all together. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it because I actually was thinking I want to be a superhero. So, you know, that's, that's why I was watching it. You're watching it because oh, Michael Gray is cute as hell. So. He is. He was a very cute kid. He's probably a very handsome man now, too. But, yeah, I definitely remember that. It was funny. 
But it was a good show. It was just a fun Saturday morning. That's when they had good Saturday morning cartoons. And uh, they don't have it anymore. Now they're all... Yeah, that's when they actually had things like Schoolhouse Rock, where they'll actually teach you something. Yeah, for those of you that do not know Schoolhouse Rock out there, uh, just look it up on YouTube. Um, They've got a whole bunch of... uh, uh, oh, I can't. I, I've met this guy too. I, and he just died a little while back. The guy that created Conjunction Junction. What's your function? So they teach you right. about. They teach you uh, about um, different things, uh, like how a bill is created in Congress. So you know, different different stuff like that, and they do it through song. And uh, it was a, an extremely educational thing. And I, I'm not sure if ABC did. I, yeah, eh, I think it was ABC. Um, but regardless of what ABC, network yeah. did it. Yeah, regardless. Uh, it, it, you know, you can look it up now on, on YouTube because they no longer want you to have an education. So um, they don't, you know, freely tell you to just go listen to the song Conjunction Junction, What's Your Function? And you'll actually learn something about the English language and how to actually say it and or write it. So, um, you know, and, and, and they, I'm just they a really want to actually learn civics and everything. Oh, yeah. There no, there was a whole bunch. Yep. There's a there's a whole uh, there's easily a three minute thing about civics, uh, a three minute cartoon and and song about about civics. I don't remember what that was. I'm stuck. Well, I, I'm I, right now, I've got conjunction, junction, what's your function? What? Yeah. I'm just a bill was one of them that talked about how bills yeah. become laws and everything. I'm just that a was bill. One I remember that one. I'm just a bill. Yeah, Saturday morning bill, cartoons. Put me on Capitol Hill. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Saturday morning cartoons were the shit, man, when we were growing up. Now, I, oh, yeah. I, is there even Saturday morning cartoons? It doesn't even exist anymore, right? They do, but they're all like veggie things or something. They're like little puppets they do now. They're vegetables, tails. and They're really silly now. They're all aimed at like pre-kids, preschoolers and stuff. I just don't see too many good live actions like there all used to be. Or the Remember the really fun cartoons, the Ashley and Whipley and the, the little – Car racer guys would go around, and all the fun animated ones too. They had some good Dude, stuff. Banana there. splits, and and I'm a little upset that you use the theme for the banana splits for Left of Straight, and you don't use banana splits for us. <laughs> I mean, I, I I like Katie's open and all, but you know, uh, you know, there's there's banana split. That, dude, that show was so much fun. I, I man, I I miss stuff like that. Big Muppets walking around. Uh, dude, that that show was so much fun. Oh yeah, Lidsville and Puff and stuff and all those—they were fun. Yeah, that was good stuff. All the HR, our, uh, who was it? Sid and Marty Croft did all that, didn't they? They had a big studio yep. back there. Um, they were right behind. What was the studio right behind Universal Studios that used to do a lot of kids stuff? I don't remember if it was. I don't know if that's where Sid and Marty Croft was, or someone was right back behind Universal Studios before they built that all up from the well, 101. Right back behind Universal is Warner Brothers, I think. Well, yeah, Warner Brothers. That, I mean, there too, it is over in Burbank, but there, right off like Coenga or something, or I don't remember. But there was a small studio that did a lot of the kids shows there, and I can't remember where it is anymore. I'll think of it off the top of my head. But there was, there's all those studios there, of course, in that area. There's studios all over the place. But yeah, Warner Brothers right there, um, Burbank Studios and everything. Uh, that's where Ellen's filmed, and they do so much great filming out there. My friend works there. Disney's right around the corner there. I used to work at the Burbank Bobby McGee's restaurant. I was a manager there. Worst job having to do schedules. I was a front of house manager, and I had to hire – I mean, it wasn't that big of a restaurant, but I had to hire 65 waiters because they were all actors and hand models and things like that, so they all could work like two days a week. It was horrible. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you were constantly shuffling all the actors' schedules around. Yeah, exactly. that has to be I had, kind I, of a pain. I had, had to hire 65 people because they were all—they always had an addition or they had a small gig or something like that. It was cool, but it was—it uh, was fun to hear all the stuff they were doing. But it was like very hard to schedule. I had to hire extra people on just so I could get 23 people on a Saturday night. I would have to have about 60 something employees. 
because they would be either <laughs> that are ready to go, or they'd but be on a probably TV show working. or a couple of them worked <laughs> yeah. for Jim Henson and were uh, Muppet people, and then I had a couple of hand models that were doing commercials, and I had the gamut of people working for me. Nice. Yeah, it was What fun. happened to that gig? It was restaurant. I did restaurant for 20 years, and that was enough of it. <laughs> I was over it. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, restaurant um, managed for to... 20 years, and it was a good time. Burbank was fun, though, because I got to um, – it was back at the time where they were filming Head of the Class, and I got a couple of friends that were on that show that were actors would come into Bobby McGee's. And, uh, yeah, I've got so a couple I'd hang of out friends with them that a lot, that I'd go down and watch Head of the Class too. being filmed. Howard Hesman was a god to me. I loved him. Oh, he was awesome. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's when you were back. Uh, what's his face? The the producer over at Nickelodeon, Dan, uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, he's got the Dan's Bakery over at Nickelodeon. Uh, he actually, um, uh, I'm having a problem with names today. I don't know what the deal is. I am too. I'm saying but, <laughs> but Dan Schneider. Schneider? No. What the hell is his name? Anyway, um, uh, he owns Dan's Bakery, which is a production company that puts out a lot of stuff on on Nickelodeon. And he was oh, nice. in head of the head of the class as an actor. And then he later went on to um, he was uh, he was an actor in a movie called um, uh, The Big Picture with uh, Kevin Bacon and uh, Don Franklin. I, yeah. Dan Schneider. That's I. I just said that. Thank you, Katie. Um, but uh, Katie ran down here and handed me a note that says Schneider. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, uh, he he was then in a movie called um, um, The Big Picture, which was about the entertainment business. And if anybody hasn't seen that, you should see that film. Uh, it's it's really, really especially for the nineties and for late eighties, as far as the industry, um, it's very 27 and all washed up as far as, you know, that's the book I wrote about the industry at that time. Um, and it's, it shows a lot of stuff that we actually have to deal with. Uh, it shows the way different producers act. It shows the way different directors and not act, but behave. Um, Right. It shows the way different agents behave. Uh, it shows, you know, different production uh, people and what their what their spaces actually are in the industry or what their titles actually are in the industry and what they do and what they have to deal with. And it's it, it's really cool. It's a really, really cool movie. And like I said, Don Franklin, who was in Nasty Boys with me, and then he was in Young Riders and uh uh, what's the underwater one with, uh, with, uh, what's his face from Jaws? Man, I am, once again, Schneider. Um, yeah, that was an easy <laughs> one actually. Uh, um, but, uh, um, I can't remember the name of that show where they were in a sub. Um, but Don Franklin was in a, in a TV series. A he's currently doing one. another one. Yeah. You no. Know, uh, what the hell? What? See what? Something. See no, <laughs> keep going. You'll find it. There's a, there's another one. I remember uh, Sea Wolf, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I don't remember all the other ones. I got, I know there's the, a whole bunch of them. With uh with uh Roy Schneider from uh from Jaws. Uh, what the what's his uh? Roy right? Schneider Isn't wasn't that Sea Wolf? Was that Sea Wolf that he was in? No, they had two of them. They had a, a second run on that series as well. Um, I, yeah, I, no, I thought it was Airwolf with, with, oh, and he just died. Um, Airwolf was Jan Michael, Michael Vincent, Vincent, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 No, okay. It may have been Seawolf. I, I don't know, whatever. Um, but, uh, Don Franklin was in that and he plays, uh, uh, an assistant to oh, Sequest DSV. There, yeah, there it is. There it is. There um, and then, uh, and, and it's just a really good movie. And I was talking about Dan Schneider originally, um, who became the producer that he plays in the big picture. He actually plays a guy who wants to direct things. And he, so he's a director at first and not an actor. Oh, nice. And yeah. And then he becomes this big wig in, in the big picture, as well as what happened in his life. 
he became this monster over at this monster producer, really, really good producer over at Nickelodeon and multiple shows, um, Sam and cat. And, uh, I can't think of some of the other stuff that's come out of Dan's bakery. Um, but uh, you know, the, a uh, uh, lot of, lot of Nickelodeon shows that are on the air currently, you'll look at them and they are out of Dan's bakery. So, um, uh, I, I just think that it's interesting that, you know, at the time he was just an actor and playing the part of a director and playing the part of a future producer. And then it, it came to be, you know, it literally came to be like right then he, he actually is really, really smart. He was in on starting Nickelodeon, the channel. Um, he went out and purchased a bunch of, from what I understand, um, because I don't, you know, I don't exactly know. I wasn't there. Uh, he went out and purchased a bunch of the old shows, uh, Dick Van Dyke, uh, a bunch of the old stuff. Uh, even Cheers, I believe, was on Nickelodeon at the beginning. They would do this late night Nickelodeon stuff, and it was oh, yeah, all Nick of the right, Nick at Night, the Nick at Night, and yeah, and it was all of these old shows that that were now being rerun on Nickelodeon and he picked them up and put them all on Nickelodeon, therefore creating Nickelodeon. Um, and, and then they went off and started um, creating their own content. Uh, but at first yeah, I it was all about that network with those Nick and night shows. I forgot all about that. To tell you the truth. That's awesome. He was a trendsetter. Oh, did I lose you? Hello, your mic might have died, Mr. Microphone. All right, guys, we got to see what happened. I think we lost Craig's mic. I still see him on air here, but uh, he may have to call with his phone. It's one of those days we can't remember names. We don't have our equipment working today. It's a Friday. I hope you guys are all enjoying your Friday out there. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. Tell us what happened in your life this week. Anything about news, pop culture, entertainment, politics, or just what happened in your life. Did you get your phone stolen like I did? Give us a call, 347-989-0126. See if we get Craig to call it on his cell phone here. He may not know that he's off the air. So we'll have to see. Maybe I'll have to disconnect him so he sees because he has not called in yet on his cell phone. So we'll see what happens there and see what's going on. Uh, what do we have to talk about? What's in my news? When Craig gets back on, I want to talk about we ended with it yesterday. And I want to bring it up today. This real interesting thing about this kid said he was Timothy Pitson that was kidnapped. Oh, there is Craig. Let's pull Craig back in here. I don't know what happened to your mic, dude. I have no idea. All of a sudden it was dead fucking air. That's all right. Did you think you were talking? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was, I was talking to myself for the, for a minute there. I was actually talking, I I switched over to Joe Biden. So you couldn't hear any of that shit? No, not at all. Okay. You were just going. going on, uh, I don't know. We just finished. We were just talking about Nick at Night. I was saying how I forgot that Nick at Night was started with those Nick at, or Nickelodeon started with all those Nick at Night shows. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was all. It was all uh, that. Yeah, I went from <laughs> just just a harsh segue when when I went off the air just now from uh, Dan Schneider to Joe Biden. Um, but how'd you get uh, there? Yeah, Start uh, over with that. I want to hear I, how you got to. I, no, I just, that. I just looked at my, I just looked at the top of my list when I heard nothing happening, and I'm like, maybe oh. it's <laughs> So I just started, I just started talking shit, and and no, it's me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. Well, I was starting to bring me. up that we left off yesterday with that Timothy Pit- Plitzen story or Pitson story because it's taken all sorts of twists overnight. And uh, well, I think no, literally right after we get off the air, uh, right after we got off the air and we were going to talk about it, um, it turns out that, you know, the guy is a fake, that he just said he was this. And he's 23 years old. He's like, he's not even 14. You know, Timothy's going to be 14. Uh, how weird is that? Um, yeah. Uh, and, and also, 
I, I just don't know how the information got out there so quickly. That's, that's a problem with our media right now. It really is a problem with our media. Um, this information about Timothy's, uh, about Timothy uh, possibly a, showing up again, a, or, you know, yeah, about him uh, possibly appearing again and uh, being this guy. This guy has been under arrest before. He just got out of prison. Um, he's been in contact with the, you know, with the police department for years since like he was 16 years old, he's got multiple charges against him for all sorts of shit. And why it even got onto the news that this guy might be Timothy. I have no idea. I have no idea. It should have been just squashed right at the beginning of this. But what it does do is bring out Timothy, if Timothy's name again, it brings out his and, and that he's still missing and that there are, you know, uh, I don't know how many kids that are out there currently missing and that their parents and, and family members are still looking for them. So it does bring him, to, bring him to light again when, you know, when that is something that we need to pay attention to all the time. And Timothy, well, by the way, guys said he said that this is this isn't a waste of our time because it does bring this name out into the public again. And, and just researching the story, the story is sad as hell. I guess the mom yep. had taken him out of school. He was like eight years old. The mom had taken him out of school early for a fun day. They went to like an amusement park and something to the movies or something. Yeah. And then she ended up committing suicide. She took him for three. Uh, leaving like a note and calling her parents or whatever and saying that she left him with a good home, but she was having marital problems, just couldn't, didn't want her son taken away, and she ended up committing suicide. They found her not too much later, and so he hasn't yeah. been found since. Yeah, and she left a she left a note right that said right. Um, that said I've left him with people and that you will never find him. Right. And so can you imagine being those people and all of a sudden the people that took this kid in from the mom for whatever reason and all of a sudden hearing that he's been found on the news or something like that, what they're going through and the panic going on in their mind? Especially if he's at school at 14 years old and the story broke in the afternoon yesterday and the guy's at school. What do you think these, was going on in these guys' head? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, dude. I, well, I'm sorry, I missed part of that. What was it? What did you just say? I'm sorry, I just missed it. Well, I said, can you imagine this was happening? So hopefully this this Timothy guy is still alive and everything, and, and she said that she left him with people that would take care of him and the rest of the family would never see him again. Can you imagine being the caretakers that hopefully did really care for this Timothy kid and still are caring for him? And he would have been in school when the story broke yesterday at 14 years old and wondering what the hell is going on? Uh, yeah, um, that's... You know, it's it's so weird that Katie just did this play called The Abuelas, and and that when the and it was about babies that were taken away, and and right. from their parents and their grandparents and their parents were looking for them uh, if the parents were still alive. Uh, the grandparents mainly because that's abuela; it means grandmother um, in Spanish. Uh, she, uh, the grandmothers mainly are the ones that are looking for their grandkids. And, and I just saw his grandmother on TV yesterday. I saw Timothy's grandmother on TV yesterday. And, and it's very much like that. If he is still alive and the parents are the people that his guardians, they're actually appropriators. They're, they're not his parents. They're not his actual biologic biological parents and they were just given a kid so it's kind of kidnapping especially if you know that you were given a kid at six years old and he claims to be you know timothy if he claims to be whatever else whatever other name if you're given a kid right. and then you hear about this which right now it's nation it's national it's even international news right now so because Reuters was reporting this as well and I'm, right, I'm like, saying, yeah. So, yeah, it went international. So if internationally you have this kid and you don't turn right now and go to the authorities and say, look, this is this is this kid. And, I, you know, th there was uh, there's obviously some confusion here. We didn't know 
or, or, you know, or we've actually been holding on to him for a certain amount of time thinking that, you know, his mom would come back or whatever the situation is, just admit to the situation and believe me, your the repercussions, the, the, the consequences will be a hell of a lot less, dude. If you just, just right. literally just turn him in right now, that's what happened in Argentina with the abuelas when the dictatorship ended they were all these grandmothers came out and said no these are my grandkids and these are my grandkids that are missing and they held up pictures they do it every thursday afternoon at three o'clock in the afternoon in a square in argentina in buenos aires buenos aires sorry i'm i'm a gringo um and and they do it every thursday afternoon still now looking for their grandkids and they're, they always hold up pictures of what their grandkids would look like now or what their grandkids look like then so that you have an idea of who it is. And there have been multiple people found, multiple grandkids found um, by people just walking into the square and going, I think I have your kid. And if it doesn't happen, if it didn't happen immediately afterwards, immediately after they found out, then they're going to be charged. You, you've, you're harboring this now. I mean, not harboring it. You're, 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 you're keeping this secret, which is a horrible secret to keep from, uh, from both the, the, the families that are losing their, their kids and from the kid itself. The kid is raised thinking that it's something else than of what it was. So, and, and, right. you know, and think it, of it biologically, too, Craig. Think of it as the kid. This kid's a 14-year-old kid now who's probably media savvy, who's probably gets his news from social media sites, who didn't realize his mom might have killed herself, who's finding out, said, wait a second, I went to the amusement park the day before I came to these people. What if this kid is reading this for the very first time and not knowing his own story? Right. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Exactly. But he's got to remember, he was six, right? So he's got to remember his he mom. Eight, I think. He's got yeah, to remember so his. Remember, I can remember shit from when I was two years old. He might not know what happened to his mom or anything. He, I mean, he who may knows? not know what happened to her, but he does know that his name was Timothy. He does know that. Right. Yeah. He was called definitely. Timothy for or Tim for you know freaking six years of his life. Right. And he may still be called Tim. They may not, have never switched that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting story. It'll be interesting to see where it follows up for here because obviously this guy was just a nut job from Ohio here that decided to a 23 year old guy that wanted to just mess with the police one more time and his multiple times of doing it. But could, just like I said, the people that took this Timothy in from the mom or this Timothy himself and the family have this all opened again. Hopefully we're going to see some kind of resolution next week because it just opened a huge new wound. We'll see what happens over the weekend. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't. I, 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 you know, I, I feel really bad. I don't know if it's if it's a new wound. I, I, I think it's a it's an old wound, dude. That they are still suffering from. Um, they, it, 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 like I said, it really brings it to light, and it really brings you know because like I haven't heard Timothy's name since you know whenever. I, you know, it's a, it's like it really brings it, it, it all back to light. And, and it also we should pay attention to the other kids that are missing. It shouldn't just be about right. Timothy right this second, but it is. And and it's it's good. It's a good thing. And, yes, I feel horrible for the families, but I feel more horrible for the families that they didn't get the opportunity to raise it, that they, you know, that they that the kid got taken from them in the first place. So that's right. that's the, the that's the 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 heartbreak in this. So you know, and and but bringing it up again is is really important. It's really important, and that's what his grandmother said too. Is is Timothy's grandmother? She's like, yes, it hurts, and yes, we're living with pain, but you know, at, at least now they're looking for him again. That everybody is. So. Yeah. No. It's it's uh, it's something that you know, and we're be... talking about it too. Right, exactly. And I think a lot of people are going to talk about it. All right, let's yep. go ahead and take a break. We're uh, 35 minutes into the show already. We'll go ahead take and take a break. break. I already break. took, I already took break. like when a five-minute break. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. What's on your mind on this Friday? Give us a call, guys. Play a little Jay Knight. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes.
someone that's younger than you in the car unless they're a relative and, and or or there's only one person that's allowed to be in the car that's that's not your relative, that type of stuff. Um, and everybody has and to be older to than you. And they teach it in school and take some time with experience. it. They don't do that anymore, do they? Yeah. You have to, like, uh, buy a I'm class not or something. Sure. When my daughter When my daughter learned to drive just a little while ago, I think she had to go take separate classes. So... Because when I was in Not school, sure of course, I'm always in school. They used to have a class called GSR that everyone had to go through their sophomore year called General State Requirement, where you had to take right. first aid. You got first aid class, you got a driver's ed class, and you got a sexuality kind of class that you had to take when right. you were 15. Right. I don't think they do those yeah, anymore. No, that. It, yeah, no, that, that'd be a really, really good idea, seeing as how people have to drive for the rest of their lives. So, um, right. yeah, it would be a, it'd be a really good idea to teach them that when they're young, uh, how to do it. Um, uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I really think we should be, um, told to go back in and take tests and, uh, and do, um, uh, go back in like every two years even, or every five years I and mean, a normal driver's license is like four years long. Right. So go in every two years and have to actually take uh, another driving test. Forget the written written is just memorizing what's, what's in a book. And then, you know, most right. people forget what, Not what, they, what they, seniors too. Seniors scare me. On the oh road. no, everybody, 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 yeah. everybody changes so much in their own lives on you know on, on on an annual basis on a yearly basis there's things that shift so you don't know what you know the, the condition that you're in today is not necessarily the condition that you're in two years from now so you right. need to go back in and be retested and i think it's a driving test i, I think I, strictly a driving test like you get in the car with them and they drive around the block you get them onto the expressway right. see what they do see how they drive and then you can verify whether or not they should have a driver's license. You know, if they, uh, and GSR if they get, had actually driving simulators, which simulators. were so far yeah. below the games that are at half these arcades anymore, you think they'd be able to yep. get some really good driving simulators for the kids to, that they have to do that actually teaches them what happens in a crash and stuff. Yeah, no, and teach you how to avoid a crash. Teach you how to do things like merge onto the expressway and then move over to the middle lane and stay there if you're traveling for a far distance. And then right. when you want to pass somebody or go faster, get into that left lane. So, you know, I mean, it, it, very basics. And then if somebody's coming right. up on you, they've actually got a law now in, in uh, Illinois, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's based off of a police officer who got into an accident. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it, it takes that. It doesn't take, you know, just your average or, ordinary person getting into an accident. But I'm pretty sure he got into an accident. Um, uh, and I'm not sure. It may have killed him. Uh, and he hmm. got into an accident because there was somebody sitting in the left lane in the express lane in the if everybody calls it the passing lane it's not a passing lane right. uh it's to remain open at all times for emergency vehicles only and everybody that's in our books guys um everybody has to move over when there's an emergency vehicle behind you now i may just be some asshole who wants to do a hundred miles an hour okay i may just be that or it may be that I've got a freaking emergency and get the hell out of my way. Legally, you are in the way. So that is, and in that accident, uh, it's called Scott's Law. So I'm pretty sure it's a police officer who died because of, because of a hazard that was in the roadway, which was a person driving 55 miles an hour in the wrong lane. And this, it's, right. it's much more of a hazard for someone to go around you that it's much more dangerous, not a hazard. It's much more dangerous for someone to go around you when they are speeding than it is for you to just move your dumb ass over. 
So, and that's what right. it's called. It's called the Move Over Law. It's hashtag Move Over. If you wanna, if you wanna look over. And they used I mean, to teach everything. I mean, I learned how to drive in Southern California, but part of our driving education was how to turn into how you're supposed to steer into ice slides and things like that, which came in handy back here in Ohio. Didn't need it for shit out in California. You still need it in, in Cali. If you're going to go up to the mountains, you still need to know how to drive on ice. I, what, what, I, I, I think it's really dumb that we have to drive on ice. We have heated concrete. Once again, we have heated concrete. We've had it for at least 50 years. Uh, we don't need to ever have ice or snow ever again on any roadway. So talk to your cities, talk to your townships, talk to your engineers, talk to all those guys that are working for you. You do pay them with your taxes. You pay them. So they're working for you. Talk to them and say, hey, well, let's get some heated concrete here, especially if it freaking snows every damn year. Dude, there is there is snow. I, I, yeah, I mean, we know it, there's going to be snow in the Rocky Mountains. So let's put some heated concrete through I-70. Huh, guys? Hey, hey, that'd be smart. That way you don't have to worry about people wiping out on the ice. Dude. So, yeah, I, I, dude, oh, we shouldn't have to even <laughs> deal with any of this. They already have the technology. Like I said, I feel like I'm on the $6 million man from 1978. Uh, you know, we can rebuild it. We have the technology. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. All right, what we got off? We got off on driving there. Uh, what else do we have did to we, talk about? Did today? we get off on, on horrible drivers? Yeah, horrible drivers. Oh, did you hear Y two K is coming back tomorrow? Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. It's probably I just, won't happen I just, again. I just, I just called you. Is my mic working? Oh, I hear an yeah. echo. Oh, wait a second. Let me pull in. No, I don't have you on. Oh, wait. Okay. You sure you don't? You sure you don't? Hi, right, how's you? that? Now I, I have you. How is that? Do You're you? back. Okay, cool. You're back. I can't hear myself. That's the problem. Okay, well, I can hear you on here. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Call back in then. I can see you. I see you and hear you, but your phone dropped. No, I'm good. Yeah. No, I I hung up. Um, Okay. Good. Cool. You can Uh, hear now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. Let's uh, talk about Biden. We were we've been trying to talk about Biden the whole time. (laughs) We keep bringing up his name. Go for it. Yeah, no, he joked at a at a speech at the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers in Washington that he had permission to hug the union's president, Lonnie uh, Stephenson. So um, which is actually I, I, I think Joe Biden, through all this process, has has uh, had to curb his his genuine niceness. Uh, You know, there was a, there was a, like Nancy Pelosi came out or no. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi said that um, Biden's apology because he, he, his apology was, I I apologize if I offended you with my, with my niceness, you know, with my compassion. And it's, that's that's not an apology it, and and he wasn't really uh, uh, apologizing and it, it's because he's genuinely a nice dude from what we can tell um at least that's been his behaviors in the past uh, right. uh yeah he's he's touchy feely but he's not he's not like sniffle grab a puss that is currently our president so, you know, it's not that type of, of, of touchy-feely. Um, it's well, a I different... thought the little video he did, the little handheld video he did was pretty good. I thought, I thought the tone was right, where it's like, I'm from a different generation, and I, and I understand that now we, this isn't acceptable, what I've been doing. I'm going to watch it. But then to joke about it, this was a little too soon, Joe. To, to talk about having permission to hug. I, it makes him think no, he, really he actually, on no, him, he's now no he's now walking up to people and instead of just hugging them instead of just you know grabbing them by the shoulders and kissing the back of their head 
he or whispering in their ear like he's always done. And yeah, it's a little creepy. I, I, I freaking agree. Um, but that's the way he is. And it's actually not creepy because of, of who he is, uh, you know, just innately he's a, he's a genuine compassionate dude. So, and, and there, there, there's this thing about space. And we talked about that uh, a couple days ago. Uh, where, where everybody's got their space. It's like, you know, 12 inches around you that you really don't want anybody else to invade that space. And, and we're, we're, and that's what Nancy Pelosi also said. She's like, it's, it's not, it's not that it's just that we live in a different time now where people really feel uncomfortable when you've invaded their space. So, you know, instead now, He's asking. He actually asked, from what I understand, he asked Lonnie, the, the, the union's president, um, if he could hug them. And, and they're like, yeah, sure. So, you know, it, it, it depends on, on the person at, at this point. And he is literally walking up to people and saying this, you know, is it okay if I hug you? Is it okay if I touch you? So instead of just walking up and touching people. So he's learned and and he's growing. He's showing that, you know, he's a he he can genuinely understand what the human condition is. Right. No, yeah, agree definitely. He's he's learning from it. I mean, I don't like I said I don't think it was ever anything intentional. It was his nature, as you said, it was his good nature and his loving nature towards others, his actual interest in other people. God forbid someone's actually interested in other people. Who would have thought a politician being interested in you? But uh, there's um, a science, there's a science uh, experiment that they've done and I don't know who did it. Um, but supposedly that if you hug somebody for longer than 20 seconds, it releases um, good, uh, almost like opiates. It, it releases almost dopamine. I, I, I don't know what exactly it releases, but it releases a good chemical inside of the person who is being hugged. And we all need that. Every single human being out there needs that. And I, you know, I, I'd even go so far to say that if somebody just hugged somebody else, that they wouldn't do a lot of the heinous things that they do. And especially parents, you know, go hug your kid. You know, this this used to be an old, it was an old thing. Go hug your kid. And and I know it's uncomfortable for your kid and it might even be uncomfortable for you, but go hug your kid and be like, you know, I do love you. And I, and I do want to make sure that you're at peace. So and that you live a good life and you live a quality life, you know that's that. Yeah, they even it, had it, that. One of my favorite sitcoms is Mom with Allison Janney, um, and they even did an episode on that on a hugger, and it was it was very it was funny, but it was also true to life like that too, where uh, the kind of running joke was this person didn't want to be hugged, and uh, and end up getting get the hug, and, and it takes a long. 30 seconds or so and comes out feeling euphoric from it, but it's, they made a joke of it, but it's actually very true. I think everything you said is exactly right. Yeah, there is, there, there are some science experiments that have been done and it's just people hugging each other. It's not like, you know, it's not like there's any real big experiment here, you know, it's just being, you know, understanding that humans need contact. You know, that's, that's part of who we are. And if we don't get that, we're liable to just start, you know, like messing with other people's lives, which is what a lot of people are doing. And just for attention. Hey, we only have about seven minutes left. I want to make sure we touch on it because it's not it's probably going to be a whole big nothing burger like Y2K was. But we have Y2K. It's already happened. Dude, I just lost my Internet. I just lost my Internet for at least 20 minutes. That's why I was on the phone with you. So it's already happening. Um, it's going to be like another Y2K thing. Uh, there are systems all over the world that tomorrow night switch over to a, a different system uh, or, or not necessarily a different reset. system. It's not a different it system, ends. but they yeah, reset, it reset every 1,024 weeks, <laughs> and that ends to, And we're at the 1,024th week. <laughs> 
So, yeah, kind of wild. There's just everything goes back to zero. So it says it could mess up your GPS because it will go back to, to GPS landmarks from tw- from 1,024 weeks ago. So it's from not necessarily going to happen, but it's possible it could happen. Yeah, from 1980 so when the out. Internet first started is is what right. stuff will might go back to. Um, I, hey, man, it's very altered state of the union, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to. <laughs> they've got some control and watch uh, how many people are going to be able to drive their cars tomorrow night. You may be sitting in traffic and then all of a sudden your car just shuts off. It's all run by satellite. They know where you are. They know Waze they, app is not going to work hear. for you. You're actually going to be stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah. You know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah your GPS app. is done. No, I'm talking about the actual car. Everything's run on computers. So and it's all directed by satellite. So you may receive a signal to your car that it just shuts down. You may not be able to drive your cars tomorrow. Tomorrow night. You did lose a little bit of shine on altered states though yesterday. Did you see that Sears is opening back up three whole stores? Oh wow! (laughs) And rebranding themselves. Three, three, really three. (laughs) So Dude, they virtually the shine shut is off down. your star by just three. Please. <laughs> and they're called Sears Home and something or other now. They're bringing wow. three of them back. Three stores. How many people is that that they gave their jobs back to? Or did they hire exactly. new people? Right. How many people is that? Like 300? to uh, 38 maybe. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to yeah, be. There you go. It's funny. Too crazy. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, Y2K wasn't as big a deal. It did affect some people, but this thing says it possibly could happen at 7.59 Eastern time tomorrow. So uh, that would be 4.59 out west or uh, 6.59 where you're at there. They could have some wacky things going. So check your uh, check your GPS and satellite. They can have uh, power grids start doing all sorts of weird things. So. It'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. Speaking of power grid, uh, wind turbines, wind turbines do not cause cancer, you dumbasses. Wind oh, turbines do not cause cancer. God, man, just so go over stupid. to Holland. Go over to Holland. How many windmills we've had forever, dude? And those things provide not only energy, but they they pump water out of the ground. So they provide fresh well, water as well. He said it's the well. sound that's no causing cancer too. He's saying it's the sound of the wind turbines that cause cancer. The sound? Like, so there's this new harmonic shift that causes cancer I didn't know about? Because I listen to some weird music. I'm in trouble. Wow. What science classes did he go to? Where is his degree from? <laughs> where? Where? I'm serious. Uh, you know, dude, they're, they're subpoenaing everything now. And I, I, I want to see his tax returns. I want to see the report. I also, I want to see his frickin' high school diploma. I want to see his college diploma. Does he have one? If he has one, it's got to be fake, man. He bought himself way all the way through college. You know his parents did that. These these parents are being found guilty right now of doing that. All these celebrity parents. You know his rich-ass dad frickin' bought his way through everything. So, you know, oh, come on. I want to see it. I want to see what his grades were. It couldn't have been more than a C. Anything that's a B or an A, you know that teacher was paid. Right, exactly. No, I think it's just amazing. I, the things that come out of his mouth, and now he's down at Calexico today for building the new wall, which is actually old wall, and he's getting rid of the nomination that he had for ICE because they weren't tough enough. He wants to get tougher down there. I mean, anything that comes out of his mouth anymore just drives me crazy. Aren't we talking about abolishing ICE? I, I, I thought well, we were all talking about were. abolishing ICE. He wants to get a tougher ICE. ICE. What, what? What? You guys are already he tough enough. To, You're stealing babies. You're stealing babies. You're already tough enough. All right? That's so tough. Right. You guys are so tough for stealing babies. You're so tough. Freaking pussies. Absolutely ridiculous. Sorry, excuse my language. That's all right. There's nothing tough. There's nothing tough about. What's your guys' plan for the week? Anything exciting? Nothing tough about stealing babies from from immigrants who are trying to come over here from a country that is just completely destroyed. Nothing tough about that. It's cruel. Not at all. 
absolutely cruel. Nothing tough. What were you saying? All right, 30 seconds to sign off, my friend. What's going on with you this week? Got anything? Uh, We got a lot going on, dude. I'm just constantly um, uh, moving. So, uh, you know, I'll get off the air right now, and I'm packing stuff up. (laughs) Well, good luck with it. Guys, we appreciate you tuning in all week. Be sure to tune in next week every day, Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock Pacific time, 4 o'clock Eastern time, to be standing on my soapbox with uh, myself, Scott Fullerton, and Mr. Craig Hurley. We appreciate you having in. It's 5 o'clock. Bye-bye, guys. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.